0: the music. (laughs) What's up everybody? Anthony Mitchell here again. This podcast is streaming wide open with a new episode and we are coming at you guys with conversation we know now that of course we wish we knew when we were younger and as always the motto of this podcast is teaching you guys to no longer just walk in potential, but actually fulfill your purpose. But before we do that, we must say, we need you guys to like, share, rate, and subscribe this podcast. By doing so, you help us to reach a wider audience than the net that we have already cast, which allows us to have a greater influence for good on this world we live in. But don't touch your dial. We're getting ready to kick this new show off in three, two, one. hey guys this is basically tisha from basically tisha listen you guys will love my content please join me on facebook.com forward slash basically tisha or tiktok forward slash at basically tisha Ooh, now that we've gotten preliminaries out of the way again, guys, how is everybody doing? Y'all haven't been dialoguing a whole lot with me here lately, which is it has forced me to reach out more to social media and to be able to get my dialogue that way. And if you guys are connected with us on TikTok, like I told you guys the story of my TikTok the other day, uh, didn't intend on even getting on TikTok. My kids created a page for me because they didn't want daddy to be lame they're like daddy you you'd be so lame if you don't have tick tock so under the guise of that peer pressure i joined TikTok. tock and and with that said right now i'm sitting on a viral video <laughs> it's like how did that happen Right? You know, I'm blaming, of course, I'm blaming my TikTok on my kids. Well, the idea of me having a page on my kids. But ever since I've gotten the page, I've taken it and I've ran with it. But anyway, as I was saying, guys, and totally unrelated news, I've got a viral video, which I think viral is anytime you're over so many views and likes. uh, And maybe this doesn't constitute, but it's it's rapidly climbing Uh, video that I put together is basically like a montage For Eddie Murphy, which, you know, Eddie Murphy was a prototype in a lot of ways because he did things with impressions back in the 80s, starting with his career with Saturday Night Live that we had never seen. Now, I know a lot of people would probably go as far as to say Eddie Murphy reminded them a lot in his delivery, his joke type and his platform deportment maybe to like a Richard Pryor. But then again, he was all his own. And man, Eddie went on a reign of terror that maybe Kevin Hart could boast having some success pretty close to that level. I mean, because Kevin Hart is in a lot of movies, right? But if you remember the reign of Eddie Murphy, it is still unlike anything we've ever seen because Eddie has the capability he, he can be anybody basically we have seen Eddie play basically a whole movie by himself like if you look at roles he played in Norbit uh multiple characters in Bowfinger when you're looking at what, what are some of the iconic Eddie Murphy movies you remember Nutty Professor Multiple Voices of course that one of the first times we saw him do it was coming to America right so for me Eddie was a was a big influence growing up in the 80s you, you couldn't escape his grasp but with that said uh this video, particular video, it's a montage, and it just basically says, with captions on there, like, I think sometimes we have forgotten how great Eddie was. Now, as a preface to this, a lot of people took offense to me using the word was, as though maybe he's deceased, or he's no longer acting, or just some way, some, some weird... Aliens come from outer space and have stolen his talents at aka Space Jam, and he is no longer able to operate with the effort he did before. Now, I'm a firm believer that something about the original always is better than the than the uh, follow-ups or the sequels, but that's another conversation. But when I use the word was, it was not implying that he was no longer able to. Are capable of carrying movies with his talent as though he did before. But it's that now that he is really no longer operating in that mold where his fame depends on him always coming up with new characters. And also as a backdrop, um, there's a, there's a podcast or sh- slash show that comes on with former NFL tight end Shannon Sharp called Club Shay Shay. And he is interviewing popular comedian Cedric the entertainer some of you guys may remember Cedric from of course he's also a very talented comedian who is in a lot of rights still killing shows ripping the stage I'm going with this somewhere with this so bear tight but in the interview uh there's a there's a there's an exchange between Shannon sharp and said where they are basically talking about some of the Prior comedians that have basically graced the stage and we have seen their prime, such as Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, the Bernie Max, very popular guys. And Cedric brings up this notion about how we filter what we view to be funny, you know, generationally. And, And basically now a lot of the comedy that Eddie Murphy was doing then would now deem him to be unfunny. Because they felt like maybe in this generation, a lot of the different people he offended, you can't do that stuff now. But, you know, anyway, so I create this video with that in the backdrop of what Cedric just said. Because one thing we always try to do is we try to get at the cusp of current events and let's talk about it. That's what people really want to talk about. That's what they're engaged with. So it would behoove us sometimes to miss major stories that are going on like this and not be able to talk about it. So now we're climbing at about 81,000 vi- uh, views and clowning over 1,000 loves. Uh, probably, I think it's like two to 300 shares. I mean, so it's very good numbers algorithmically. I think I got that big word out right. And you can just read through the comments just everybody's viewpoint but even from a a sake of inspirationally and motivationally you know I I am encouraged that for one especially with Eddie Eddie reminds me a lot of uh, my idea of greatness it's not even you know it's not even about his subject matter content it's about somebody that had a craft and they were able to hone in on it and get the most out of that capability Right from what they've been given now, whether or not you like the words he uses, his word choice, you know, some of the the can the candid way he has of sharing stories, I, I'm not I'm not in that vein right now. I am just alluding to the fact that this man is gifted, and now his legacy stands before him. However, when a guy like Eddie or You know, and I've done a couple of other videos here recently also just tagging into the same line. I did a a, a video based on this idea that R. Kelly, who for my generation of individuals, R. Kelly was probably like one of the premier voices, kind of similar to like maybe Prince was to the 80s or Stevie Wonder or Michael Jackson or Elvis Presley. Whatever your genre of music is, a lot of times, even though there are a lot of gifted people that people recognize, there's always usually only one champ. I don't know why it's like that. I don't care how many fights Mike Tyson has lost or the argument about other boxers that arose during his era. You will always remember the 80s and early 90s belonging to Mike Tyson. That's just the way it is but it doesn't dim the shine of anybody else around them. So this young rapper Boosie, and I know a lot of you guys may not know who young Boosie is, but your kids do, right? So he has this argument on this other popular platform, Vlad TV, and he's saying that nobody dead or alive can, 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 can basically go toe to toe with R Kelly. This blows my mind. Sometimes we get recency bias where because we're not historians of people who have come before us. We kind of just look at this vein we're in right now. Who's in front of us right now? And we deem that individual to be the greatest. But one thing I am a firm believer is that you do give credit where credit is due. That's even the whole sake premise of what the Bible was written on. It wasn't just, it wasn't just wrapped around the life of one person. Yes, that life of Christ, of course, is the life that we all come in the vein of. We come in the volume of his works. And and I do understand that the Bible is written about him, but when I'm talking about one person. I'm talking about mere mortals. There were many characters in the Bible in which we got a chance to see their flaws. We got a chance to see their highs, some of their lows. You get a chance to see where they come from. And in that you are able to interject what you connect with. However, as it pertains to this, I, 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 I had to jump in the conversation because you know how it is when you feel like younger people are disrespecting the generation you grew up in—it's like, oh man, you become the greatest historian. So even in this argument about the R. Kelly situation, dead or alive, nobody could come close to comparing to what R. Kelly has done. I had to interject Stevie Wonder. So I'm using social media now to either post emotional, um, emotionally um, charged content—you know, things that are designed to affect you emotionally i'm trying to do things intellectually and then sometimes we'll break the mold with something comedic just to reset the algorithm expose us to a different crowd and then uh most importantly we're trying to tell it in a way where it's in this generation's way of uh understanding and their language and their language type and with that being said This is completely unrelated news. But I learned this week that if you were ever in an emergency, that you can use your headrest as an escape mechanism. Yes, your headrest will shatter a window. Y'all, let's take a moment of pause just with that revelation. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I remember one time I was at this national convention. And um they break you into these small groups like these conventions do. And uh just within breaking you up, one of the uh one of the courses or the classes, the small breakouts as we call it, that they were teaching basically evolved around emergency procedures. If you're ever in an accident where maybe you run off the road and your car goes underwater, like what do you do next? And there's this tool that they're giving away to like maybe two, one or two people from each of the breakout sessions if you answer a particular question to their satisfaction. And man, it blew my mind that whoever was marketing this particular escape device, that basically you stick it in the corner window and it shatters it because of course you do know if you're ever submerged in water and your car is going under, you've only got a few minutes to get out. <laughs> And it blew my mind that as big of an issue as they made this out to be in as little time as it is said that you would have in said conditions that they did not have enough to go around the room. I remember everybody knew the answer to the question. Everybody's hands went up at the same time when it came time to answer the question to receive the gift for playing along. Right. Well, only one or two people got away with the tool that would virtually save their life and I'm like come on man come on what is what is this but anyway back on topic I had to get that 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 piece off of my chest because sometimes you'll be surprised how much useless information you think you have that at the right time may be something that could save your life so I just wanted to put that out but anyway back on topic one of the reasons I'm bringing up this viral social media content that we have been dealing with is because As people rise, as people exercise their prime, as people operate in the time allotted that God allows for each of us to be at our highest, be at our middle, be at our lowest, you know, we, we, life operates in seasons and sometimes there's a vacuum created when we're not what we once were. And what I mean by vacuum, like when Eddie Murphy came and Eddie Murphy did phenomenal phenomenally com- comedically. He did it phenomenally in his acting. He even had, a, I guess you could say a partial music career. You know, we, <laughs> we've we parodied, parodied the music he did with uh, Rick James, My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. Then there's a couple of, there's a reggae-flavored song he did, uh, I think it was entitled Ja. Yeah. And I think Snoop Dogg, who was going under the name Snoop Lion, was on that song. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, we have seen a very great story arc to this man's career as well as you. It's not about R. Kelly or Michael Jackson. But we have also seen Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Let me throw that out because I did do a video on Michael Jackson as well. Um, We have seen these guys do what they do. But there, did, there does come a day when you know that whoever has next has to be ready. I am surprised, growing up in the church the way that I have, how many people, leader, especially in terms of leadership, and I've seen this at jobs as well, but they're not preparing the next level of leadership that's ready to step into this vacuum. One thing about any great career. Talent and talent alone does not, or ability and ability alone, knowledge and knowledge alone does not prepare you to be next. Talent and talent alone does not keep you in a position long enough. Watching various podcasts or listening to various podcasts and watching Various vlogs as I do sometimes when I'm working out in the gym, I've always got something going where I'm trying to feed my mind and entertain the thoughts that I have or the random questions that pop up in my mind like, hey, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder at 3 a.m. in the morning, I'm that guy that's watching the people in India fishing with a net. And and, and and just weird things that you can find on TikTok now and YouTube watching all these random videos which lead me down a rabbit hole. And now I got a bunch of useless information in my mind. But anyway. You, you. I sometimes get in this vein where I'm always wondering, what happened to so-and-so? What happened to this person? You you guys know, maybe there was a show you watched when you were growing up. Like one show I was recently thinking about the other day. And again, I'm, I'm going to date myself. There were several shows that I used to watch that were here right now. And then they, you didn't see them anymore, like Swan's Crossing. Or Hey Dude. That was a show that came on Nickelodeon, basically revolved around a teen cowboy ranch uh then there were shows like alex Mack wonder what happened to alex Mack, right or maybe there were certain comedians that had that had an arc where i'm thinking man this person is getting ready to be the next jamie fox martin lawrence and then nothing the trail goes cold so i'm searching these people out and then sometimes you're starting to see or paulie shore he was a big one for my time he was like the will ferrell of this time Just generation. I'm sorry. And it's like you see these people, they're here, and then you don't hear anything from them. And it's like, I wonder what happened to that person. But as you start just doing just a little bit of research, you start noticing that sometimes a lot of people are built strictly on talent. But there's the moral compass sometimes that comes with navigating the day to day, whether it's knowing how to deal with people, whether it's knowing how to wake up in a bad mood and and to be effective. There are a lot of things that go into day by day portion of anything we do in life that will determine our longevity. Now, I say that because a lot of times, of course, in this world of work. I don't know where you are in terms of your career, but maybe you're the older person who's now under the leadership of younger people. And sometimes you maybe you see some things that aren't right. Or maybe you're a younger person and you're trying to lead older people or your generation. You're trying to be different. And sometimes you find your values are aligned differently. Sometimes just in terms of leadership, you have to have self-maintenance where you have to understand how to be all things to all men and unfortunately when you're in a public eye you or you're in a public position or you're in a position where people are now looking up to you for direction you can't be like everybody else sometimes you have to weigh your thoughts sometimes you have to weigh your actions differently than those around you because you have more at stake to lose that's why a lot of times you see especially entertainers. You see it all the time, especially with rappers. They wait till they become rich, they become famous, and then all of a sudden they want to become gang members. And it blows my mind, like, how are you a millionaire? How are you now able to provide for yourself as well as your family, your kids' kids, in a way that nobody else in your family has, and now you're taking backward steps of regression But that's because a lot of people have not been taught to think like a leader. Now, if you do just a little dive into Eddie Murphy, not only was Eddie Murphy funny, but he honed in on his craft. He studied his subjects. Not only that, but behind the scenes, there are a lot of stories from a lot of other entertainers, not just Eddie Murphy, Denzel Washington, and many others. Where they open the door for other people. They created opportunity. Sometimes if you go back and you watch like old Eddie Murphy movies, like go back and watch what we would deem to be a very comedic moment in the barbershop where you've got all of these characters that are played by, you know, Eddie and Arsenio Hall. If you look in the barber's chair, look who was sitting there in that moment. It's Cuba Gooden Jr. Cuba Gooden would go on to win an Oscar. But you start noticing in all of his movies, if you go back and you watch, that there were up-and-coming talent. I see Giancarlo Esposito in, uh, what was that, Beverly Hills Cop. There's a funny scene where he's in jail, and he's sharing what he done to somebody. and It's very comedic because basically it's a Bruce Lee impersonation. But he's sharing, you know, I guess he's scared because there's two big guys in there that want to beat him up. And he's trying to give the presentation that he's this very bad guy. He's a Bruce Lee guy. He knows Kung Fu and can beat up anybody. Mr. Giancarlo now is even in conversations with Marvel to possibly be Magneto. We saw him as Gideon Moff in, in the Mandalorian series on Disney+. Plus. I mean, this guy has a very bright star, but now you're going back again and you're looking at all of these old movies and you see the cameos, opportunities that he gave. Go back and look at the movie Life, all of the comedians that were in there, but this is a guy that's in a position where he's operating now, not just for himself, but for his community. And I had a weird way of going about talking about sometimes the vacuum of leadership, but sometimes you as well you may not have a light that shines as bright as Eddie Murphy. Maybe you'll never be in a conversation of whether you could go toe-to-toe with R. Kelly or Mike Tyson or Justin Bieber or, you know, Ariana Grande or whoever these particular entertainers are. But even as a leader in your home, as a leader in your family, as a leader in your community, you have the opportunity of doing something special. And that something special might simply be something as big as breaking generational curses. Maybe that thing may be you come from a family of smokers and you're able to break that habit. Maybe you come from a family of alcoholics or family of liars. There are a lot of things that we could have been that through understanding, through maturation, through self-maintenance and improvement, through God's grace, through... All of these things were able to be a better person. Sometimes I do take the opportunity to talk with some of my friends about where they come from. Sometimes when you listen to people, you'll be surprised sometimes that people that are okay financially right now, hearing where they come from, hearing their meager beginnings. And I think that's important because in life, you're either growing or you're falling behind. Guys, again. I don't even think I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, and I'm sorry, but guys, we have been picked up by KRBC Radio, so every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will be on there, and actually, this is going to be probably one of the first episodes they play, so I wanted to give them something good, and I wanted to give our crowd something good, so hey, I have to end on this note, but guys, we need your support. This podcast has reached all over the world. 90% of our viewership is here in the United States, but you can find us all throughout Germany, India, listenership in the Philippines, down through China, and into many other countries. But guys, with your support, if you click on the links or you can email me at anthonymitchell01 at gmail.com Ask, how can I support the podcast? We will get that information in your hand. But do know that everything you do, everything we raise, goes towards the maintenance of this podcast, as well as the multiple community events that we host for empowering youth in our communities. But anyway, until next time, this is your host, Anthony Mitchell. This is another episode of the podcast, known as the Enzo Club.